So Cass, this week we're talking about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. And if you know anything about Elizabeth Holmes, you know that this lady is epitome of a wild character. What part about the charade of a person that she like was trying to be, what part of her was like the most absurd or like least trustworthy part of that to you? Yeah. Um, it would definitely have to be the kale juices. Okay. She infamously just only drank kale juices. And I feel like I know you're hungry. You yes. know you're hungry, but you're lying to me and everyone else that you're not hungry. And that you think kale is delicious blended. And also that's like sort of like, sis, we know that you're going home to eat real food. Right. We know that you're sneaking food into deliveries, like into your So office. what are you eating? So why are you lying to me about how much you eat? Because you could not sustain a life. On kale juice. You can't. Plus it's gross. Yeah. Uh, okay. For me, super simple, the way that she dressed. A lot of people are probably thinking that I'm talking about the fact that she always wore those $400 black turtlenecks that Steve Jobs wore. Actually, I can get with that. What I can't get with, this woman acknowledges that she wears tights under work pants. Mm-mm. I don't trust tights mm-hmm. unless you are an old lady. Or you're a little black girl, or it's a part of your school uniform. We're black going girl to going church. to church. Yes, yes, yes. Old yes, yes. lady and black girl going to church together in tights. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, you're hiding something. There's no reason to wear the tights plus pants. But okay, so it's like if that's what you're trying to sell us, that you're just so prepared for life that you have tights and pants, that means you're also hiding something. Okay, got it. Yep. Lies, Lies. at theranos.gov. The S in <laughs> Theranos stands for fucking scam. Yes, it does. So, all right. So we just said we're talking about Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes, child, the Silicon Valley ghetto, the ghetto. Okay. (laughs) Like the ghetto. So what we're going to do this week is we're going to give a quick little synopsis of who Elizabeth Holmes is and what Theranos is for anyone that doesn't know, because maybe you live under a rock or maybe you don't have Wi-Fi, I don't know. But, like, she was all up on Al Gore's internet for the past couple of weeks. So Lying. Lying. <laughs> Still lying. Still lying. Lying, lying, lying. Um, all right. So here's what you need to know. Elizabeth Holmes is an American entrepreneur, founder, and the former CEO of Theranos, which is a now-defunct blood testing company known for their unlikely claims. Read lies. All lies. All lies. Miss Holmes and her minions at Theranos claim to have revolutionized blood testing by creating a device dubbed the Edison that tested, well, claimed to test, for hundreds of diseases using only a drop of blood. At its peak, Theranos employed 800 people and was valued at over $8 billion. It operated 40 centers inside of Walgreens stores in Phoenix and Northern California and sold more than $1.5 million, that's with an M, blood test. So everything was fine and dandy for Miss Holmes and whatever lies she was telling, but no one really knew they were lies until John Kerry said, not in my house. And he wrote a whistleblowing piece for the Wall Street Journal that basically called her out and said that uh, this technology isn't real. This is a science project and it's cute, but it should stay in your shoebox in your closet. Okay. Because you're not placing at the science fair of life. So um, the technology was never fully realized. And so he basically was like, not only does the tech not work, these people 
pretty much when they are giving you test results, it's because they're really uh, using vein, like vein draws. Like they are not pricking blood from your finger, like the ads on TV or all the literature claims. It's truly a needle in your arm and they're taking your blood and they're actually sending it to someone else. They're sending it to like LabCorp, which is like your doctor also uses. Like <laughs> so we all use that. Why am I going to a Walgreens and I could just go to my doctor's? Like It's the same thing. Right. And you're not revolutionizing anything. <laughs> you're just adding this extra step that I didn't need. <laughs> it's just taking longer to get what I needed to know. Um, okay, sorry. Wow, I really have strong feelings about this woman. Cute tech, though. Cute. Cute so tech. cute. So cute. So, um, yeah, so uh, John blew up her entire spot, her entire spot, and things have not um, been looking too great for Elizabeth, that company that was worth nearly $9 billion. Literally overnight, Forbes was like, yeah, uh, sis, it's worth $0. Sorry. Sorry. $0, zero cents. Um, and now she's in a little bit of trouble with the law. Um, so she's being charged with massive fraud charges, just like massive. Like we're talking nine counts like nine like indictments on wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud so they basically were like hi you're doing a thing we're charging you for that and you are planning to do the thing that we already charged you for let's just throw on some charges for that because obviously you had to plan to do the thing that you're doing you thought about doing it so now we're gonna arrest you for that (laughs) sorry for thinking about doing a scam you should have just done it and not thought about it and then you would have been fine um so Elizabeth and her former COO and boyfriend. Uh, well, secret ex-boyfriend. Secret, secret ex- ex-boyfriend that the board did not know about. Wow, no one knew about. Um, yeah, they're facing fines. I mean, it's it's chump change. It's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and just you know, like uh, like a quick breezy, just twenty years, twenty years. year prison sentence. Life moves fast, so that can go fast. Um, and if you want, like any other readings podcast about yeah, it's like our it's like our, our syllabi our yes. scam syllabi it is it really it's the it's my favorite scam story and so i'm personally just finished reading john Kerry's bad blood okay uh it's wonderful if you want like an abridged version the podcast that 2020 has produced called the dropout is mm-hmm. like i think the most in line with like what john wrote yeah and then second like the third thing is hbo's the inventor out for blood in Silicon Valley. I thought it was just okay. This is not a critic. <laughs> but I thought it was just okay. Well, the thing about that HBO podcast was that doc was like for promotional purposes for Theranos mm-hmm. and no one ever used the footage. And so they just were sort of sitting on it and they were like, Ooh, okay. So ABC has a thing. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is going to play her in an upcoming movie adaptation, which good for her. I mean, good I can't her. stand her either. So okay. maybe <laughs> this is like a, a fit made in heaven, but I cannot stand that woman. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I move on. I digress. But I think that, yeah, they were just sort of like, everyone's doing this story and we have real interviews with Elizabeth so why don't we just like make a thing even though it doesn't really make a lot of sense and uh, we'll interview some people who are wearing some very tacky ties and um yeah that's what that's what HBO did so listen to all of that but first listen to Scam City yeah because you're already here you're already here with us your sisters in Scam so I want to start off with how did she fool everyone how do we create this thing in Stanford? You have a professor who is a genius in the craft who literally tells a 19-year-old Elizabeth, Nasus, this ain't it. Um, yeah, so what was her name? Phyllis Gardner 
the only <laughs> real adult in the entire like coming of age Theranos story. She's a professor at Stanford where young Elizabeth was a smooth 18, 19 years old who was in school for a year who said, yeah, this school thing, cute. Um, I don't need it to revolutionize science because who needs education when it comes to science? So my sort of rich family has rich friends and I already have a board and some funding, not enough to create a new science math thing. <laughs> but let me see if Phyllis can give me some feedback. And when she tried to get the feedback from Phyllis, Phyllis told her no. She was like, first of all, um, okay, cute idea. Again, science project. But this just isn't possible. So like Elizabeth from the jump was told that scientifically what she was doing was not a thing. But I think that like the whole idol worship, right? Like yeah. we are in this Silicon Valley era where uh, Zuckerberg is fucking it up. Twitter man is fucking it up. And I think women in Silicon Valley truly wanted someone. Like, you already have Ellen Powell, but you really want someone who's like, oh, she's doing something that is taking this old, stodgy uh, industry and making it cool, making it fast and efficient. Let's think of all the buzzwords, right? Millennial. Uh (laughs) Startup. Storytelling. (laughs) She tells us about her uncle who's sick. Yeah. Who knows if she has an uncle? (laughs) Who knows? I want a birth certificate. I want death certificate. I want all the certificates to prove that that uncle is real. Because she basically would go on these press tours where she would say, like, I had an uncle who was sick and I don't want anyone else to have to say goodbye to their loved ones sooner than they have to. Like, that was, like, the that was the part of her, like, elevator pitch that was, like, that's how I created Theranos. And we love a good storyteller. So you have a white woman who's, like, conventionally beautiful, right? Yeah. yeah. Her hair is not quite done, but she has blue eyes, blonde well, hair. Well, no, no, but her hair is not done because she's so busy. Right, right, right. She's so <laughs> busy. I, and, well, she talked about, like, the fact that she had, at one point, started to create this uniform of mm-hmm. wearing black turtlenecks, the same brand that Steve Jobs would wear because right. she was obsessed with him. These, like, $400 turtlenecks. She would wear tights. And then she'd wear her pants, as I told mm-hmm. you. Can't trust it. And you know when you like watch a cartoon and like the cartoon character like goes to get dressed, the gag always is they open their closet and it's like the same outfit yeah. hanging like a hundred times. Yeah. That was Elizabeth's closet. We saw it. We she saw showed it. it. Yeah, she did. She did. And she, she was, was so just bad. like, because you know, I'm on the go. I don't have time to to serve the girl's looks. And we stand the busy professional yeah. that tells a good story. So she's beautiful, but she's a little unhinged looking because she's on my go. Right, right. And you have enough powerful old white men standing you. So you have like a George Schultz, former secretary of state. Who, he, okay. <laughs> First of all, he's like secretary of state. He's like heading up to treasury. He worked for like three different presidents. Um, I can only think of two of them off the top of my head, but they are two of the most questionable presidents. Like scammer, Nixon, <laughs> scammer president. Ronald Reagan. Um, scammer president, but like extraordinary. No, no, no. He was, Ronald Reagan is scammer president extraordinaire. You ruined the entire economy and you're like, yeah, trickle down economics. Like right. I created a thing. You guys don't know what it is yet, but just trust me. It's you real. You crack in the country. We're going to do a war on crack now. <laughs> so he's peak scam. And some of, you know, some of the most important decisions made under, under his, his time in office were by George Schultz, who now, or well, not now, but who was on the board mm-hmm. at Theranos. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course, like her family. Okay. So. I watched the HBO 
doc as did you mm-hmm. i took notes because you know we have a podcast okay um i want you to know that i actually had to stop pause rewind watch and repeat that whole process again because george Schultz is talking about why he chose to invest in theranos and this mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. who has been tasked with being on cabinets for presidents in multiple positions for decades, the reason that he believed in Elizabeth Holmes, and I loosely quote, <laughs> and I paraphrase, <laughs> her great-grandfather was an entrepreneur. And he, I, it was like a yeast company or something. Yeah, like and the family, and yeah, the family like made bank like yeah. Amelia Earhart was like all up in their house surely Temple had a birthday party I said mm-hmm. okay sis pop off at the East Man it's <laughs> 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 weird whatever they talk about like you know how oh her family helped fund one of my personal favorite publications the New Yorker I did not know about that but interesting yeah. okay so the yeast okay. money was doing all these things so George Solt says okay okay, okay. great grandfather wealthy businessman entrepreneur check um, the hospital in the town where she grew up um, is named after her uncle. So medicine, check. check. And so he said, yeah, so she understood right. entrepreneurship in medicine. Because of white excellence. Really, I was like, all that was. okay, so my ancestors were slaves. I don't know anything about picking cotton because that's not how this works. Well, I don't know anything about it, hard work. I don't if know. If you were to ever pitch George Schultz at a cotton company, I think you might be like, it's like my slaves are ans- my ancestors are slaves. Like that's by your logic, like right. that's all that I need. And this is what convinced this man mm-hmm. to give her like millions of dollars. And it's crazy because he wasn't the first person to give her money. And he also wasn't the most, he wasn't the only notable person. Right. So Betsy DeVos, um, well, triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, just the woman who's ruining the education system in the United States in 2019. It's totally fine. Um, she comes from a family of billion millionaires. Yeah. And I learned, maybe this is a future episode, um, they made their money through scams. M- Multi-level marketing. That's yep. the fucking next yep. episode. Yep. Yes, I, of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, so the DeVos family had given money to her, and then this guy and the doc, I don't remember what his name was, he had on a, a Bitcoin tie, which... Oh, he, like, reeked of scam, but, like, <laughs> he basically invests in tech very early on. He was like, I was the first investor at Tesla. Yes. And at... Like lift, like, yeah. Lyft, like, but also like old school platforms like PayPal. Like, PayPal you know, like yeah. it's weird. So like hops on shit right early, which is great if it's like dot com era stuff. Right. Not great if it's like we're going to take your blood and make sure that you don't have diseases or cancer. Because, because that's what they didn't do. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so yeah. It just and it's crazy because I think that it's like one part what you were saying about like the idol worship, mm-hmm. and then one part like the family. So like. For George Schultz, he's like, yeah, um, entrepreneurship is genetic, uh, and so is med- you know, um, yeah. medical knowledge. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to invest, and so I'm also going to get all of my other wealthy friends right. because they trust me and my business decisions, which exactly. is white 
white privilege if I've ever seen if it. If I've ever seen it. <laughs> and then from there, you get all this money raised, but then you also secure government contracts, which Elizabeth needed in order to not have a running machine, but yet swindle her way into like a Walgreens or giving her like the power or enabling her to say things to her employees like, hey, did you know that our uh, Theranos tests in Afghanistan or Iraq, yeah. which she did and like plausible, right? Because you have Schultz and yeah. Mattis on your board. So sure. Like, of course it does. Like, why wouldn't it? But I mean, ugh, I just... It just, it's crazy to me how quickly all of this like spiraled. Like yeah. it just, all you needed was like one person and you got it. A perfect ecosystem. Like, so now first it's like you're bored and then we get into the type of employees that she has. She didn't just go on oh. LinkedIn. You know what she didn't do? She, <laughs> she was like, gets an she was like, I'm not using ZipRecruiter. Stanford kids. I would like Apple employees. And not Apple employees who like worked at the Genius Bar. Like, Apple employees that like worked on the product design of the original iPhone. Yes, yes. So she had Anna, and I'm forgetting her last name. It was, it was uh, Anna. Anna. I mean, Anna. Anna. And then um, Anna did the product design. And Anna was also, which I loved in the HBO thing, or no, sorry, in Carrie's book, Anna was the one that told her like, well, you should also just kind of like start dressing a little bit more like Silicon Valley. So Anna, working with <sighs> Steve Jobs, was like, sis, the turtlenecks. So Anna helped her give her this, this look. Like this image. Yes. Well, Anna in the, um, I think it was in the 2020 um, podcast. And then also, because it was done by ABC. Yeah. So ABC did the podcast and they did a 2020 special. Mm-hmm. Um, in both, she was like, yeah, so I left. I left Apple to join Theranos. I left 15,000 shares. I was like, wow. I'm do you still want? sick for Anna about that. But she's at Microsoft, so she's fine. But still. No, she's not. She's like fine, but she could have been fine, fine. She could have been fine, fine, she fine. she had stuck with Apple yeah. instead of leaving. Because Elizabeth just, it, she poached a bunch she of po- them. Mm-hmm. And like she, when you would get one person that's high up at Apple, their best friend would join yeah. and their best friend would join. And so you have this wonderful ecosystem of people who not only believe in you because Elizabeth was a great storyteller. Right. Uh, they also are following their friends and they're following these people that they idolize, maybe like George Schultz, maybe like, you know, Kissinger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it truly is... Stock your team, stock your scam with some, you know, reliable, trustworthy tech people with, and you'll be good. With people who have like revolutionized the game. And it's kind of crazy because I feel like I'm like a little curious as of to like how exactly you pitch. Like, hey, girl, so you worked at a tech company, but you made phones and you made laptops. Okay, cool. So now um, I would like you to come join me, also a tech company, where we test blood. We only have one thing to physically make, and after it's made, I don't really know what you're going to do. But maybe you can just, like, learn medicine like I did, like, on the job, because I I didn't go to the science classes that I needed to go to to learn how to do the medicine part, but I'm, I'm figuring it out. Like, it just, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to stay right here. But it's all about demeanor and presentation. And so, like, Elizabeth, like, <sighs> so now we're going to discuss the voice. Taylor, I know you want the to discuss the voice. voice. So, uh, like, what, what kept getting brought up, and I think uh, an obsession of mine with her, too, is that she clearly relied on intimidation tactics to yeah. 
lure people in or to make people so just make them do yeah like oh trust me or like i'm serious so she never blinked which i try i tried to practice that because <laughs> i was like let me podcast my podcast prep stares in the mirror like a damn tethered from us trying to get the elizabeth holmes okay eyes how'd that work for you it was like i started to creep myself out i did it for a while you know i think it's the contact thing okay my okay. eyes are dry all the time anyway um <laughs> so it worked but then i got nervous like oh i'm scary but she was able was to leaning into she's leaning into that and then also the deep voice well Okay, so the funny thing is, is I was at work once and these two girls were reading Bad Blood and they were talking about it. And they were like, the voice, someone got her voice, her voice, her voice. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, okay, guys, we get it. Some girl has a voice. It can't be that weird. And then one of them was like, did you hear it? And I was like, no. So the first girl pulled out her phone and like Googled the voice and pressed play. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't Really, I didn't really understand the context of what was happening. And I heard the voice and I was like, why are they playing this like man? I thought they were talking about a woman in the voice. And then I could, I, it took me a second to realize that like, oh no, no, no. That's this is voice. the voice of the person they're yeah. talking about. And it's also why I really enjoyed listening to the um, ABC podcast mm -hmm. because they mentioned the voice mm -hmm. and then they just play it. Yeah. And then it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I didn't have to do any digging. I was confused as to who was speaking. But then again, same process of, you know, sort of elimination. I said, wow. Yeah, it's the voice. And I think- It's it, so deep. In Bad Blood, the book, they also talk about like these little ways that she would bully people or she would kind of isolate herself. So you wanted to be a part of Elizabeth's like orb. Um, I like don't have any space in my life for the devil. And anyone who doesn't blink is not a child of God and I'm okay. Like, I mean, this it was really freaky watching, especially like as the down when you watch the HBO doc, as the downfall gets realer, her eyes just get redder and redder, but they still don't blink. And just like Elizabeth Boo Boo, please. We know you're hungry because <laughs> you're drinking those kale drinks. <laughs> we know that you're hot because you're wearing tights under those pants. And I know you want to blink. Okay. I know you want to cry. I know you want to blink. I also know you need a throat lozenge <laughs> because, again, you're giving us real Jordan Peele us vibes with this voice, mm -hmm. and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just, I mean, to me, it's like, I kind of am like, wow, that's a lot of work, and for what? And then I'm like, Taylor, no one has ever given you nine billion with a B dollars. Right. For nine billion dollars, you'd be hungry. Like, you'd have, you'd have dry eyes. You have the little irritation it's of the throat. It's also all a part of how this whole thing works. Because at the end of the day, Elizabeth went home. I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying. Like, Elizabeth went to bed knowing that her shit did not work. <laughs> right? And, and she, she would just be like, in her fucking fake voice, like, it's fine. No. No, it's in fine. In her real voice. <laughs> in her real voice. I think that, I think that I imagine it of like, she like gets home and she's got some like greasy pizza like waiting for her because she's tired of the facade of the smoothies. She like, I don't know, puts on some glasses because she can't see because her eyes are so damn dry. She like switches her voice and she puts on some color like colorful pajamas. Like I imagine her being like they're definitely matching pajamas. Oh my god. <laughs> She's a business lady. Of course they are. She's an adult. Um, but yeah, I just imagine that she goes home and like, it's just like a stripping of a skin. And it's crazy because I think in the 2020 episode, um, they play her real voice. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it wasn't too far away from it, but there was very oh, there no, was no, no, layers. No, 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 no. There were layers it was added. Very different. Because I have a deep voice. And when everyone was talking, I was like, oh, it like, can't be that much deep. Like, my voice is deep. And then I heard it said, oh, wow, 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 wow. It is not the same. And then hearing her real voice, I was like, yeah, this is, the cadence is the same. Like, her voice sounds the same, but you can tell she's doing a thing where she's, like, pushing it octaves, Did octaves she deeper. feel like the voice made her sound more like a man, which would have her be taken more seriously? Or do you think the voice thing was, like, nerves and her just wanting to sound, like, mystique? I First. First, okay. First. Yeah. I think that, like, we're giving this person too much credit, like, because I think that, like, she had a lot of things to think about, like, how she was going to maintain this lie for as long as she did. I don't think she had time to be like, how can I use my voice to sound more anything? I think it was more so like she started doing that because she realized that she commanded attention mm-hmm. when she walked in a room. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, That's I, just me. I don't know, but I, I I think we'll find out. Because because this is going to go on trial. This, this is, wow. How do I move to Silicon Valley to be on the jury? <laughs> Yes. I'm like, guilty, guilty, guilty. <laughs> but let me hear the whole story. No, no, no. I'm going to ask all of the questions. I'm like, yeah. Even though juries don't ask any questions. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. This isn't my job. But I want to hear from Phyllis. What did Phyllis have to say? Um, okay. So let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the downfall. We will be right back. And we're back. We're back. So now I think in the second segment, we're just going to talk about like what led to the downfall of the scam. Yeah. What's the unraveling? What was the first thing that happened that was like, you went too far? Okay. So like the first domino that fell over. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think it is? I think it's the Walgreens. I think bringing yeah. Walgreens into the fold. So the funny thing is, is I didn't, really have a thought on what started the downfall. I just sort of was like, it just happened. But you you laid out a nice argument about why Walgreens is, is the beginning of the end. So more blood, more problems. <laughs> okay. um, so Walgreens, Walgreens was really thirsty and like also revolutionizing the industry. Everyone wants to revolutionize the industry. Everyone's like, look at, but look at Facebook. And we have failed to understand well, that Facebook at- is just an internet thing. No, Facebook <laughs> is just MySpace. It's just... <laughs> MySpace is just the internet version of, like, that little, like, phone AIM. book. Oh, okay, sure. AIM. Sure, of AIM, which is just, just a digital version of that little phone book that your grandma carries that has, like, Mrs. Shirley P, and then it's, like, her address and her phone number. It's just a contact book. That's all it is. No one is revolutionizing anything, but everyone is looking at their peers being like, whoa, 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 they reinvented the wheel at Apple. They reinvented the wheel at, you know, insert whatever. Like, And so that's all that anyone wants to do. So Walgreens decides to cut Theranos a $140 million check because they saw the chance to be at the forefront of something huge and potentially to make millions or even billions of dollars in revenue. And in the book, they kind of talk about, wouldn't it be great if like, 
patients knew what medicines didn't work immediately after taking a blood prick test, well, it would have to work and it never did. But Walgreens introduced Theranos into the stores and they rolled out some gift cards to get more people to take these blood tests. Like to incentivize? Right. To be like, you know what, Taylor, like your family member would want for Christmas? A blood test. (laughs) (laughs) You know, though, we laugh, but it's not that crazy because people do these, these 23 and me, you know, and they give those gifts and, Welcome to my TED Talk, okay? Those things are a scam if you... Wow, I think I'm going to try to convince you to make that an episode. I really have a lot to say about that, so I'm not going to digress, but people are are gifting these DNA test kits, so, like, why not gift, like... No, that's true. That's true. Do you have the markers for, you know, insert... You know, I don't know. I I don't... <laughs> she made billions of dollars. Okay, no, that's so all I Walgreens can. Walgreens accepts it, and Walgreens is they're doing all of these tests, and then there's a lawsuit from an Arizona woman who said my original test said that I had she was a can a cancer patient in the past, and she was a survivor. Survivor, uh, and apparently this blood test it was like, oh, you're not a survivor because it's back. It's back. So she freaks. She gets it tested against a real functioning from a doctor and turns out that Walgreens was wrong. And by Walgreens, we mean Theranos. Theranos was wrong. So it's really crazy because in my head, like I was sort of wondering, I mean, I guess I wasn't, I guess I wasn't wondering, but I should have been, how do the prices work for Theranos? I was like, Oh, like, is it covered by insurance? Like what, like how, you know, I, is it free? I don't know how I really thought about all of this. And then in one of the, I think maybe it was the HBO doc, they basically talk about this like price list. And so I Googled the Theranos price list to see how much each of the different tests would cost you. Um, and I found this article from June 10th, 2015, um, and literally the subhead for the article is tests on urine, blood often costs less than a trip to the movies. And so it's just interesting that like, this is how this is being marketed. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically a menu that was advertised by Theranos, which includes the pricing information for all of the testing, like diag- diagnostics, um, that you could get at any of its, its partnering facilities, read Walgreens. Um, and so the cheapest test was a urine analysis, which would cost you a dollar fifty-five. And then the most expensive test was a hepatitis C test, and that would cost you a hundred and seventeen dollars and ninety-six cents. And it's just interesting because yeah, like when you scroll through this entire list, it's like a drug screen panel, forty-nine dollars and ninety-eight cents. Like HIV test, uh, fifty-eight dollars and forty-eight cents. And so it's just interesting that you see this like wide range of like what these different tests would cost you. Um, what else? A chlamydia gonorrhea DNA quality qualitative swab collection, $24.12. And so in my head, I kind of feel like I would fall for I would fall for this. Uh yeah. I would be like, I'm sorry, I can just go to a Walgreens and see like 
I have a tickle in my throat. Run the test. You know what I mean? Like, and these prices really aren't crazy. No, they're super cheap. And I think that in the like city MD culture that we're in, where people just kind of want to hop on in and hop on out. I'm not even trying to step on a scale. That is me. You don't have my history because you don't know me. Um, yeah, sure. You, you. I've been paying a city MD bill for like a year and a half. Oh, no. See, I need my doc. I want my doctor to be like, and how's your mom, Cassandra? And I could be like, thanks for asking, family, doctor, uncle. Listen, like, my dentist I- can do that. You know, my dentist has the records from when my teeth fell out when I was in elementary school. However, I don't live in my hometown anymore. I right. live in the big, big city of New York. I don't care. Please just tell me, am I dying or not? Like, well, there, no one told you you were dying. <laughs> or not. Or not. <laughs> but been. it would have been like, you know. So we think you're good, but like, ooh, go to LabCorp. No. Uh, I would have been like, yeah, here. Cancer. There's cancer antigen screenings for $14.31. I have, have $14.31. Like, run the test. I, I would fall I, for it. I would think like, I would be like, oh, that seems too cheap. You know, when like you're about to buy some wine and they're like, Three dollars. You're like, ooh, I don't know if I want that wine no, anymore. No, no, because that wine you know. is still gonna get you drunk at some point. Like at some point, you're like, it's gonna, it's gonna do what it's supposed to do. So someone was like fourteen dollars and thirty one cents. I'd be like, oh, like insurance. I don't, I don't know how insurance works. Maybe insurance covered the other eighty percent. Like that's all this is. Like that's how right. I think my little baby brain would have rationalized Especially it. Especially if you got a gift card. <laughs> Elizabeth it's new. over. They were literally like, oh, it's, we're in Arizona. It is over. Imagine we're gonna get all the people, all the pores, oh. line the pores up. <laughs> I would be the first pour in the line. I wow. If my mom was like, what do you want for Christmas? I'd be like a three hundred dollar Theranos gift card. <laughs> <laughs> so I can test everything. Every time that I had a tickle in my throat, I'd be like, where are you going? Walgreens. Don't worry about it. I see. I would have been scammed by this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have like I wouldn't have been involved in the college scam of the last episode. Right. I definitely would have been like, you know what? I graduated from high school. Everyone just give me a two hundred dollar gift card. If you were an Apple employee and Elizabeth Holmes was like, leave all of your shares to come work for me because of my uncle and because of we're gonna revolution. Okay, that would be the no, state. no, no, no. I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not so falling. you play into the scam. I'm falling. I'm falling for the scam as a consumer. Okay. Also, I'm a hypochondriac. You know that yep. about me to be true. Yes. So think instead of me calling you at like 1.30 in the morning on the verge of tears because I think that I'm dying because a small child coughed on me, mm-hmm. I would just be like, "Hey sis, I'm going to Walgreens real quick." But then, like, you could get like it could have been like, "Hey sis, I also got a test back that I am dying and I'm just out here like confused." And then I would have been like, "Let's go to a real place." Okay, fair. <laughs> and okay. I'll take you to my doctor that you've known who asked about your mom. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Um, Anyways, sorry for that tangent. I just really saw myself. So basically, in this. Walgreens was it was like you 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 got too big too fast. And now you have to put your money. Yeah, you have to scale too quickly. Yeah, you scale too quickly. Now you have to actually back what you're saying up with facts because you're going to have like a bunch of consumers now. Previously, she would have execs come in. They would never have their blood taken or the blood would be sent to an actual lab. They'd be like, hey, we're going to test you in our facility. Let's go get lunch real quick while we wait for the results. Let's wine and dine you. Right. And they would just be caught up in the rapture of Elizabeth and Sonny. But now you have these people who are being tested and then, you And know. you're not there to, like, mitigate. Because I think that one thing that we didn't mention 
I was not reading the Wall Street Times or the Wall Street Times. Wow. The Wall Street Journal or like the New York Times, like or Fortune. Like I wasn't really reading these publications in 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. She was like everywhere. She's everywhere. She's she was in the everywhere. White House with Obama. Mm-hmm. She was on the cover of Fortune. They did a profile piece on her. Um, I don't know where else I saw her. Bill Clinton like introduced her at like a, a speaking event. She had a TED talk. So like I do think that you're right. Like the, her celebrity, even though it's like this super niche thing, mm-hmm. um, or it's a super niche world her celebrity was wide sweeping. So maybe that also made it easier for investors to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I'm just a tech guy, but I'm in a room with someone who's like been to the white house. And so when she's in Walgreens, like that allure isn't there anymore. Or when Theranos is in Walgreens, like she's not there to have that allure. So like, she's also not there to deflect. And in all of the pieces about her, it's clear that there was like crazy culture secrets going on in the office. Certain employees didn't know what other employees were working they, on. Someone literally was like, they've siloed us. Like, yeah. <laughs> was like siloed. They were like, yeah, like it's been built out so that people have these high cubicle walls. So you're not casually key keying to find out what doesn't work on the product team when you're on sales. Right. You're hiding machines from interviewers. You're you're because the machines each, don't they work. don't work, and slash. people are putting their hands into these machines to fix them, and they're needles with people's real blood. Wow, my hypochondriac self. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I just saw Taylor trigger like <laughs> take all of her like anxieties just bubbled up to the surface. I was surface. just like, oh my god, my hand and the machine, people's blood. Well, there was that one scene in the doc where like they showed like yeah. the machine, like all the blood, and I was like, oh my god, should I call Taylor and just make sure like she has a friend watching this with her? Do you need me to come up to where you live in the cut? Because honestly, wow, I'm just like. Yeah, if I was that scientist, I'd have been like, you know what? You got me fucked up. I'm not doing this. I'm not sticking my hand in a machine that has vials of multiple people's blood. It's not my blood. And there are sharp needles to fix the machine to hopefully try to get it to work, even though fixing it won't get it to do what we want and it to do. everyone knew that shit was not going to work. Everyone including, because in this whole entire scenario... George P. Schultz, Secretary of State, brings in his dear grandson, Tyler. Bless his heart. Who just wanted an internship. He just wanted wanted to learn. He He, just wanted access to the knowledge. You know, he wanted to use his grandfather just a little bit. And he wanted to just get into a really cool startup that was saving lives. And instead... He he, found himself in his grandfather's living room being (laughs) bombarded by a Theranos legal team. Yeah. A few months after you started working there. That probably was the part of the podcast where I had to pause and be like, white people would. <laughs> like, your grandson has dis- has figured out, oh my God, this company that I'm working for that my grandfather is like backing. and His and name is attached. Na- bringing all, all his friends above. in is not real because, and I know it's not real because I see it. Because I work here and I ask questions here. and like. The things and don't work in front of me. I'm going to tell my grandfather in confidence, like, hey, grandfather, pull out, pull out, we out. And my grandfather is going to respond with, like, come to dinner and then have the entire legal team meet me. Of fairness. So well, you, that's going to be a great scene in the movie. So you picked, <laughs> and he picked, and it was crazy because Tyler was like, he said something about this, like, like this line that his grandfather was like, I don't think that you're stupid. <laughs> you know, I just think that you're wrong. I was like, 
my grandma is listening to this, so sorry, but like, I would slap you, grandma. Like, I would be like, what we're not going to do? You didn't sacrifice for my mom to have, for me then to have better, to then tell me that I'm stupid because you want to be scammed. Right, because you're too old to understand. This man is like 95 years old. Never been tested. On a Theranos. Never been tested on a Theranos machine. A Theranos Edison. Um, but it's not until Tyler then tells John all the tea. And it's basically just like, you know Listen. what he should be writing? <laughs> His takedown piece. And he gives him all that info. But it's interesting because I wonder, well, you know what? It's not even a wonder. I was about to ask a question and then I said, you already know the answer. I was like, everyone has really talked about how there was like this like, this very particular culture that was very intimidating and that like Elizabeth and Sonny were really quick to hit everybody with a lawsuit. I'm like, what made Tyler think he could get away with this? And then I was like, uh, his grandfather. No, he's a white man. Like, oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> of course. White exceptionalism, <laughs> self-exceptionalism that like, no, 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 I'm going to spill the information, the insider tea, but it's not going I'm not going to get sued like everyone else in front of me who has tried to tell the truth yes. has gotten sued. I'm above that. And I actually think that there's a moment in the doc where Sonny, who was gangsta, who would literally <laughs> kick open doors and be like, who wants to get fired today? You all are. He was a terrible, toxic boss. But any scene that he is in, in this movie, in any part of the book that I read about him, I would just cackle he would have like Vidi Vidi Vici or whatever yes. on his car. That was license his license plate. plate. Like, he came, he saw, and he conquered. Yes, he did. And, and now he's, he's 20 years, conquering so. prison. Okay, right. okay, good bro. Um, but it's essentially, Tyler said something that got on Sonny's nerves, and he said, "You're lucky your grandfather is who he is." Yes. So that it's might a white man, but it's also yeah, okay. Grandpa Schultz. Okay, that's fair. It was basically like told to him that that's the reason why you're safe. And mix of Walgreens, Tyler, John out here just doing what he should do as a writer, reporter. But I also think that like Elizabeth, the HBO documentary talks a lot about this idea that like she was really inspired by Thomas um, Edison, aka why she named the machine that you would essentially take the drops of blood and run it through the Edison. Um, this idea of like, you know, she, she also kept saying like, first they think you're crazy. Then they're like mad. And then they realize you're changing the world. It was something like that. And the doc talked a lot about how like, that was sort of what happened to Thomas Edison where he was, he would mm -hmm. say like, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I just found 10,000 ways that something didn't work. And I'm like, oh, that's a pretty, like, you would be a founding father with that mentality, right? right? Like, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't a founding father, but like, you would be founding father adjacent, okay? Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's just this idea that like, oh, no, no, this isn't failure. We're not failing. We're not failing. And so I feel like with Elizabeth, like, she admired this person who had this, like, belief that like, he wasn't failing. He just, he was stumbling upon ways something didn't work until he would crack the case. And I think that like that confidence is also sort of what led to her downfall. Like it's a lot to maintain all of these lies. Like you're telling all of these people, these different things mm -hmm. you're telling 
people publicly or the press that like your machine can run these things on these tests and then you're like silencing everyone that's that works for you Mm -hmm. but you don't have that same power of people that don't work for you Mm -hmm. and trying to throw lawsuits at everybody like yeah like it is a powerful tool right like because tyler said that his parents ended up spending like half a million dollars on legal fees against theranos but like in the age of the internet, like anyone can publish anything before you can draft, you know, right. whatever thing you need to serve. Right. And so I just feel like a lot of this was she had too many things going on, mm-hmm. like too many lies were being told, like too many stories to keep track of. And what's, you know, the problem with telling a lie is that you have to tell a hundred more just to you keep have up to with remember it. The lies. Like, right. so I don't know. I I think that part of this is. Yeah, definitely Walgreens is what led to her downfall. But I'm also like, it kind of was a matter of time. Yeah. Well, when a, when an item does not work and you're just like, no, use it, use it, use it. You're lobbying lawmakers so patients could order their own. And like, and not even have want- to go to a doctor. Yeah. So now you want this in the homes. You want this to serve as a laptop. But what this, not, what this is not is a laptop. Like, my laptop doesn't tell me, like... The result of my life, yeah. I mean, and my diseases. Like, I have to actually like search and be problematic about that. <laughs> you know, like it's not designed for that. You have to do do some work to ruin your life in that way. Yeah, like I have to go on Reddit. I have to go on like, the deep <laughs> internet. You know, the dark web or whatnot. Google uh, WebMD. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This one is a, a a weird one too because it's like unlike most scams that like sort of rely on money being the thing that's at stake, right? And there were some people, like this one woman was like, (laughs) 2020, they were like, she was an investor. And they were like, if you could say anything to Elizabeth Holmes, what would it be? She was like, to give me my money back. (laughs) She was like, no sister. I invested $100,000. And she was like, I'll never make that back in my lifetime and what years I have left, you know, so like entire life savings. But like, Unlike most scams where that's sort of like who lose it, like people's lives and like their legitimate like health was at stake. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine thinking that like you, your cancer had come back like after you had, you know, like, yeah. and that woman was like, no one ever like even said they were sorry. Right. Right. Well, that's the thing that it's really hard with Elizabeth because now you're dealing with the person who's like not in jail and she may not be in jail and you know, on her secret Instagram and like friends of friends are saying that she's actually trying to live this normal life. And it's like, do we allow her to live this normal life? And if she does not go to jail, are we kind of like, okay, we'll forgive you. Or does the fact that not only did she fuck with people's money, but she fucked with people's health and mental like well being, does that make her a villain in the college scandal there was really no villain right it was just kind of like oh you have dumb kids right like ugh, white privilege wealth privilege the worst but this is like no people could have died like if someone hadn't have done that follow-up test or if someone because apparently like the fcc only like cleared one of the tests as like actually yes. having worked. Yes. Um. So it's like for all of these other menu items that you can order, like some of those, like you need medicine, like you need, you know, some sort of regimen regularly or lifestyle changes to make. And if people didn't make those changes or like get those prescriptions, mm-hmm. because Theranos, Theranos told them that they were like all kosher on health fronts. Mm-hmm. I'm, 
Like, sit. Like, how? <laughs> what? So none of us are in law, but let's just speculate. <laughs> Does she go to prison or yeah. not? Okay. Yeah. And people, it's funny because I think that people are like, oh, they never send like white women to jail. And I'm like, they sent Martha Stewart to jail. Yes, they she did. She was not ruining somebody's life. Okay. So I, at least their health. I think that she does. I think that she does. And I also think that like part of this, is this terrible? I don't know. But like, you need to make an example. I agree. If we're going to remember that time when like they were arresting all of like the Hollywood people, like Paris Hilton was actually going to jail. Yeah. And that was like, we have to make an example. This in this day and age with like <laughs> the, the younger millennials out here in Stanford probably yeah. going to drop out. You need to make an example. Especially because it was like, she just kept being like, she during an interview was like, yeah, like if I had stayed for like a few you know, more semesters, like I would have had to take such and such science classes and I didn't need that. Yes, Yes, you did. did. Yes, you did. did. And I think that like, there is this like, this, this belief that like, because Steve Jobs dropped out of college and created this thing, Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of college and created his thing. And like so many people have Mm -hmm. that, like that you can drop out of college and create a thing, which like you can but probably not in the realm of science. Like that's probably the one area where it's like, no, we make doctors go to school for nearly a decade for a reason. (laughs) I mean, I think someone said this and I forgot who it's like the doctors that have like discovered all these things, like in people that get practicing medicine, people that get Nobel peace prizes are are old. old. (laughs) Not like, not like, Oh, like you're 35. These people are like 65. Five plus. That's young. Fifty-five. <laughs> I was like, I did this shit young. <laughs> I was on the fast track. Um, so yeah, it just feels like an example has to be made. Like you cannot just do whatever you want in regards to people's health and the and the public like sector yeah. and have no consequence. And I don't care if she's like a blue-eyed bottle blonde frizzy haired white lady like that doesn't blink who wears tights under her pants like inhale juices okay send her some tights to go under that orange jumpsuit okay you didn't want to pick out your clothes on the day-to-day when you were out in the real world guess what we have a look for you (laughs) we have a look for you maybe you've seen it in orange is the new black because we know you've been spending a lot of time trying to be regular laying low you probably have come across this show maybe it was in between you know you going to burning man fest the festival and getting supposedly engaged and like vanity fair ran a piece and i i didn't read it but they were like is there the titles something along the lines of like is theranos was crashing and burning mm-hmm. elizabeth holmes was partying like this isn't bothered either which also to me is like well, that's my thing. It's that, like, you're living your best life. You have this beautiful dog. You have a beautiful place. You have a fiancé who's rich as shit now, because that's, like, her thing. And you're ready to live, like, an unbothered, totally fine life. Like, I I don't know. I don't know her. But from what I've read about how her Instagram is, you know, laid out, I don't think she thinks she's going to jail. Like, I think she probably thinks, like, Sunny's gone. My company's gone. I probably won't be able to create anything for, like, I'm on a ban for like yeah. 10, 20 years. But I think she thinks that her life is fine. And that it's like $250,000. And now which, she's going to get a movie played by Jennifer Lawrence. So she'll have the $250,000 because she'll do the book. She'll do the tell-all. 
So do oh, you like the, okay. you know, the whatever, yeah, the, the, like the whatever press the tour. girls want, you know? Interesting. I didn't think about that. Um, huh. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. The cut has done a lot of, like, covering on this. So I'm definitely going to be uh, continuing to, like, follow on whatever happens with the story. Maybe we'll do a follow-up episode. Let's go to uh, Silicon Valley and then we'll live <laughs> pod. We'll do a live, we'll do a live episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our third episode. Hi guys. Welcome to Scam City. <laughs> um, we're live from Silicon Valley. Uh, it was just a few days ago that we were recording Someone this. Someone pay us to go to, <laughs> to go to Silicon Valley. Listen, this is a podcast about scams, so let's include the fact that we're trying to get this scam of sponsorships. Get into it, advertisers. Uh, we'll be right back where we will rank our scam and let you know what our next episode is going to be about. Okay, so it's the time of that episode where we rate that scam. I don't know. It just felt really like That's game show. Yeah, I like that. That's the name of the segment. Um, all right, so... Here are the rules, keeping it quick refresher, but keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. We're going to rate the scam on uh, three different three different things. We average them together, yep. and then you will have an overall scam rating, and I will have an overall scam rating. So, first question. On a scale of one to five, one being straight trash, mm-hmm. five being pure excellence, how would you rate the idea of the scam? I'm going to give her a Z. I'm going to give her a one. Okay. I'm going to give her a one because the idea of um, speeding up the process of blood tests, smart. The, 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 the reason why it's just a one is because a genius professor told you gnosis and she went along and just kept going for it. So okay. one, because I see, I see what she did there, um, but it can't be a two and up because it was trash all around. Yeah, I'm giving her a zero. People could have died. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just, it feels like, it just, this is horrible. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that, like, she knew that it didn't work. And someone might argue that, like, oh, well, maybe she just kept thinking that at some point, like, they would be able to fix it before it became detrimental and i'm like yeah detrimental and that like no one lost their life but like the psychological toll that it probably took on people yeah. who got false you know positive or there. The, the first rank of employees so i'm giving her um i'm giving theranos a very strong hearty and healthy zero copy on a scale of one to five how would you rate the execution of the scam? I'm going to go with the zero on that. Okay. And an extra fuck you to the fact that she decided to actually let Walgreens, the biggest pharmacy, <laughs> like take this fake thing and put it in their whole ass stores. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, interesting. I'm giving her like a three. Okay. Because... The execution was, people believed this. <laughs> like, when the execution she, was, here's my thing. Let me take you to lunch. Give me a million dollars. 
not one million. How about nine billion dollars? Yeah. So the execution. So in theory, the execution in the beginning is like a five. She got she raised nine billion dollars. You know worth of like the evaluation, but she had raised hundreds of millions of dollars per investor and early mm-hmm. round investing. She had poached all of these people. She was like, someone be able to make my vision come true because I know I can't do it because I didn't go to science school, which right. you need to do to do science. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not like any other industry. Okay. That's why advanced degrees cost what they do. Trying to weed out the people who aren't about that life. That's why they call so much and take so long. So in theory, like she poached well, she, okay, all of these things super well. So for that, I would give her a five. Mm-hmm. However, the execution also includes like maintaining this thing. Right. And I just sort of think that like, she spent a lot of time putting band-aids on bullet wound. Like yeah. it just, she very, she didn't have thought out like like solutions or even like lies for people asking questions. So that's a zero. So I'm just like, yeah, three's in the middle. So Fair. she's gonna get a three because there are some parts that were great, other parts that weren't. Genius to hire all of Apple. Oh, it adds so much legitimacy. Yeah. Um, and then the last question on a scale of one to five, how would you res- how would you rate, let's say her response? During the takedown, which let's be clear is ongoing, uh, zero. I not only is she pretending like she has done nothing wrong, she hasn't even like given me an apology notice. Like she hasn't even written one of those long apology statements on her Notepad app and the then screenshot it. As yeah. the read calls them, yeah, like no iOS press release, no Instagram video. No, like, interview, standalone interview where she apologizes for this whole thing, but this was her dream. And, you know, I'm sorry, I'm just, like, a crazy white woman. Like, oh, fuck us. You know, like, nothing. (laughs) It's just radio silence. And not only is it silence, but it's also, according to The Cut, who did this article about, like, her private Instagram, she's out here picnicking. And she's out here on beach travels. And at Burning Man, like you said, like, in tutu and unicorn costumes. And, like, she is... It, there's been no repercussion and she's taking no responsibility. You know, there's like this lot, like the, the end of that 2020 podcast where she runs into the old employee yeah, and she's kind of talking like, we should get coffee and <laughs> what a great time. It's like, you've, you've, you've ruined this man's mental health for like a I little mean, blip in time. Someone, and we didn't talk about this a lot, but like someone on her team committed suicide, like right. because he was like, I can't, He's like a lead scientist. Yes, I think. yes. And the widow in the doc confirms that she has never reached out to apologize. Right. At all. So, yeah, I'm also giving Elizabeth um, and her response a zero. Um, I think you summed it up pretty well. Like, it just, to me, this is like, it's funny. Uh, you and I both are like really into pop culture and like I've worked in media and like, mm-hmm. So we both very extensively followed the fire festival situation, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as it was happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were just all up in the docks and watched them more than once and all of these things. And I have a friend who she is um, a startup founder and mm-hmm. her partner's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so she was like going on and on and on about Elizabeth Holmes at a time when I didn't really know anything about Elizabeth Holmes. And then I was like, wow. 
Elizabeth Holmes is like the fire, like it's like the fire fest to the startup world. Yeah. To the like, you know, legal world, to the medicine world. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my friend, her partner was like, really is really following this case. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of like, yeah, this is their this is their Christmas. This is their holy grail, you know, of scam. And I think that you really rocked the boat so much, but you have had nothing to say. Every out, every outlet covered you during your rise. Yeah. Um, has covered your fall. Mm-hmm. Outlets that did not cover you during your rise because you weren't really their target demo have covered your fall because this is now American culture and you have nothing to say. But again, you can be out at a festival in the desert for seven days enjoying right. your life. Right. Like, Zero sis. So I averaged up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I averaged up. So for Cass, um, the scam um on a scale of one to five, one being straight trash, five being pure excellence. Uh Cass is, is rating is a zero point three three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah, third. It's yeah. not even a. It's, it's not even a whole. I'm it's not even like, a half. No, it's, yeah, I'm not really <laughs> impressed. Like I, I'm really excited for Jennifer Lawrence. Just go ahead and take the lead on this. I know you don't like her. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I also yeah. think I think that someone else is doing. I think Shonda might be doing a project. Okay, so clearly Shonda is the only. I'm gonna Elizabeth watch Holmes that. I'm gonna watch that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only okay. one that we care about. Clearly, okay. <laughs> Shonda have, for everything. You can have fun with that. The the Jennifer Lawrence one. Um, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna pass on that, beloved, because I really cannot stand Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Um, but you know, we'll see. Maybe I'll feel differently. Um, and then for me, I am giving this a one. A one. That's how that averaged out. Um, I don't even think she deserves that one. But again, a company I, like you. You also think like company wide. I get, So you're I, thinking about like. The board, yeah, the I just, Apple employees. I understand. I mean, the execution was really in the beginning. You know, I said, okay, I see mm-hmm. what you were mm-hmm. doing here. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why you got those extra points. Um, but other than that, like a straight zero. Yeah. So, what are we talking about next time, Taylor? Something that I literally know nothing about. Taylor has so much homework. We're talking about the Enron scandal. I'm like, um, Cass was like, so like, how should we like preview like this, the next conversation? Like, how do you want to like talk about it? And I was like, I literally only know money. That's all I know. I don't know anything else. And money? Well, we'll money? get into it. It's money. It's money and money? more. It's money? money and more. So we're going to talk about Enron next time. Uh, what it is, what led to the downfall. And how we feel about it years later. And I will be learning a lot of the things. And then you'll find out how I feel about the things after I learned about them like two days later. And uh, I do know you told me that there's insider trading. Um, and I've got a few recommended stories for people to Google on some crazy insider trading things. But that's really all I got. I don't know much. But it just sort of felt like that made a good episode because we were talking about like current stuff business yeah, yeah and like yeah. business related scam yeah. this so we're week gonna TBT so next time we're gonna tbt back to 2001 okay close listen 2000 or 2001 all i know is money <laughs> okay and 2000 
Um, so we'll talk to you next time. I'm Taylor. I'm Cass. And uh, we are your sisters in scam. <laughs> See you guys next time.